Welcome to Mayak Innovatsi, the podcast dedicated to innovation from Ukraine to the world. Welcome, welcome to Mayak Innovatsi. I am Dominique Piotte. Well, I'm your host, doing a lot of things with Ukraine, huge uh, passion for Ukraine, and trying to stay connected with all the people who are doing great things in tech in Ukraine. Today we have a really special guest, Viroslava Novosina. How are you, Viroslava? Because the last time we met, it was in Unit City, and it was during a party uh, for women in tech, VTech. And actually, and, and we'll come back to this, of course, you, you're one of the key uh, key person uh, working at, at VTech. Um, how are you? Where are you right now? Yes, it was a great time. It was, I think, two, three years ago. It was a really great party. Yes. And I remember your mm-hmm. speech. You had amazing photos from that night. And after this, it was two or three years of COVID. I don't remember. It was just after. I don't. So, and right now I moved to, to France, uh, by the way. Right now I just arrived to, to come because here, here is a conference, Cannes Next, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where Ukrainian startups represent themselves also. And I heard your husband is French. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> now yeah, I'm, I'm, here I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> sorry for that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Take care. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into it. Yeah, you, you have a, a career in uh, tech and PR. Uh, you basically, you know everybody in tech in Ukraine. Uh, you worked with most of those companies. I mean, you've created um, uh, Slova P- Tech PR. Nine years ago, what, 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 why did you decide to, to create a, a PR company in tech? And, 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 I, and I know you worked with all, all the big companies um, uh, in, in, in tech in Ukraine. I mean, from... Bus4 with now uh, BlaBlaCar, Migogo, we love Migogo, done so many cool things with Migogo, Preply, our good friends, Glovo, of course, I mean, so yeah, basically you worked with everybody in, in, in tech in, in Ukraine. What, why did you create your company nine years ago? By the way, I didn't work with BlaBlaCar, I worked with Bus4, which was uh, acquired after by BlaBlaCar. By so BlaBlaCar, just... okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, nine years ago, I um, I just uh, was I started in the university. I have already had my another agency. I worked in fashion, public relations, and uh, I I have never worked for someone. I just started from agency, uh, from my own business because I just like to do something by myself. I have a lot of inspiration to create something by, by myself. And uh, nine years ago, I started my agency with one client. It was Preply. And uh, I just met uh, Kirill Bigai. He, was just, he, he just started his amazing company, online platform for, for tutors. And he asked me if I can help him with the distribution. And uh, to tell the truth, I will tell you the truth. I didn't know how to do it. I just risked. I say, <laughs> you know what, Kirill? I don't Love know it. how to do it. Can you tell me how to do it? He said, oh, it's not a problem. You do this, 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 and let's try. So I just tried. I have an amazing result, but I didn't know that it was an amazing result. I just said, you know, I'm, I distributed press release. I have just this, this, and this. Maybe it's not enough. He said, are you, are, you, are you kidding me? It's just amazing. Can you work with us, please? And I say, okay, of course. 
And then from one client, you know, in tech ecosystem in, in Ukraine, everyone knows each other. And if you are doing a great job, yep. everyone tell about you. And so in six months, uh, I have uh, I had already uh, 10 clients. Uh, there were, uh, all of them were amazing startups uh, in Kiev. And then, uh, you know, when you have the startup, you start to expand your business to other markets. It's a normal thing. And when I started mm -hmm. to work, for example, with Preplis, they expanded to Poland. So I expanded my agency to Poland. Then I worked with another yeah, company course. and they expanded to USA. And so I started to work with USA market. So this is how in two years I had a lot of clients and 12 markets. It was, uh, it was uh, 12 markets for media outlets. So I started to work with Spain, with USA, with UK, with Poland, uh, all around the world. So it's, uh, and what about story. France? Since you since you have a French husband, <laughs> uh, France as well. Uh, I started to work with France because that the truth is quite complicated market to. Oh really? Uh, oh, what a big oh, surprise! Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. Is it? Yeah, I'm still learning <laughs> French. You know, it's quite a challenge to speak French. No, uh, you know so me too. Good. Me too. <laughs> I'm still learning French. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I just um, I just joined uh, mentors team in Techstars in Paris. So for me, it would oh, cool. be like a start, a good start to work with a French market. I start to mentor startups uh, in sustainability, and there is even one Ukrainian startup in Beach. Can you imagine it? Oh, well, so tell us about it. Uh, it's a startup. It's a it's amazing startup. The funny thing when I came I to, the, to the to the to the place where they represented the startups, I I, hear, I saw this uh, this girl and I understood that I know I said I knew her from Kiev and she was participant in Vitek. So we knew each other for uh, during a long time. I came into Paris to take stars. I saw this uh, this this, um, this uh, girl and understood that she's CEO of the company which doing the the packaging the packaging for uh, ecological packaging for the start uh, for the um, uh, beauty companies for example or for fashion companies mm. so something that you can uh, um that, that could be really good for environment after so is this how so, uh, what's the name of that company what's the name of that company s lab Cool. Okay. A few things. The first is, okay, you, st you started this uh, quite a while ago. Um, and I totally agree with you in, in the tech ecosystem of Ukraine. Everybody knows everybody. But, you know, this is the reality of every tech ecosystem in the world. Like, you would be surprised. I mean, you go to Silicon Valley and everybody knows everybody. It's a very small village. You go uh, to Israel and in the tech ecosystem everybody knows everybody and that's that's kind of the reality of tech ecosystem and it's actually to me uh, always something very interesting because i think that's the way they work as a community uh and at a small village uh and mm -hmm. and, and, and and then you know in the small village you have the babies and those are the super early stage startups and then you have the grown-ups and then you have the wise like the the old ones uh like the the google and the facebook um, and it's, it's, it's super interesting. I, I, I love this. I'm very passionate about this. You've been working in, P, in PR for tech companies for nine years. This is something we are obsessed with in this podcast. How do you pitch Ukraine tech ecosystem? Since you've been pitching Ukrainian tech startup for nine years, 
how do you pitch Ukrainian tech ecosystem in the world? Huh. In the world. So I'm telling us all, mm-hmm. all the time the story about that in tech ecosystem in Ukraine, you can start from somewhere and then in two years you will become a unicorn. As the same as did, for example, mm-hmm. Preply. A lot of startups around the world right now is well known and they are, big, and they are Ukrainian. For example, Grammarly is Ukrainian startup also it's well known reface is ukrainian startup we every day we use ukrainian startups and maybe we even don't know about it and also mm-hmm. the main thing is about the last year ukrainian startups is just uh, it was an amazing success for them no i mean during the war time they still they, they, they still took the, a lot of investments they raise money and they keep going even for example filmup you know, you have already uh, did uh, the podcast with them. They are our clients as yes. well. It's just an amazing story. You know, I remember one year ago, uh, like one year ago, two years ago, I was with them in one co-working, speaking with Ivan uh, uh, and Alex. And then one year after, I'm speaking with them and uh, Ivan is seen in the front line. It's just like, it, it's, it's just impossible to believe it, it could be like this. But still... FinMap is expanding to around the world and everyone right now from small and medium business using this application. So I think that Ukrainian startups is someone, it's some startups where you really need to invest because they will never, never, never stop. I think I, you know, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I love actually this angle because, I mean, honestly, the, the podcast with FinMap and and guys, you have to listen to this to this podcast because it, it was it was amazing. I mean, I think uh, Ivan and Alex are are really um, they become some heroes to me. I mean, honestly, I think they're real heroes. I agree with you; they will never stop. And, and you know, I think that's one of the characteristic of, of of a great entrepreneur in the tech industry because I think you know starting a startup is probably one of the most difficult thing to do uh, because you start just with an idea and a vision uh, and, and, and I remember actually having that conversation with Jack Ma when he visited Unit City where he said oh uh, yes when I started uh, Alibaba yes there was no internet in China uh, there was no customer uh, there was no delivery system there was no payment system and I was like Jack, but why did you start this company? This this looks like a really terrible, bad idea. Uh, by the time you started it, he said, yes, but I had the vision. I had the Ooh. vision. And, 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 you know, I think, I think, I think this is something I really love about the tech ecosystem in Ukraine and something we've a little bit lost in our easy country like Silicon Valley, like Europe, where things seems to be a little bit more easier. Access to capital is more easier. Uh, access to mentorship is more easier. It's like, uh, but it's it's one of the hardest things to do. And 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 I and I and I think I'm passionate about the Ukrainian tech ecosystem because of that. And you're telling a great story. I love it. Let's move on to uh, the difficult period of war. The war happened, and the tech ecosystem didn't collapse. Uh, it's actually the opposite. Uh, it came together, uh, became a, a, an even stronger community. So what, what is your vision on that? How do, you, how do you see the tech ecosystem in this wartime? 
I think that uh, the, the the first thing that we need to understand that uh, it, uh, tech, uh, technologies technologies company gave uh, to gives to Ukraine uh, a lot of uh, investments, a lot of fundraising to economy, and you know and you know that a lot of uh, that right now we have the competition between uh, tech companies like a tech startups who can do even more for country to fundraise to fundraise for drones to fundraise for army to collect drones you know or to do nfts to to fundraise for ukraine so uh i think that uh, how our tech ecosystem uh, started to uh, influence on the the ukraine economy is just amazing and now all around the world uh people knows about tech ecosystem as well for example when i pitch startups now and i'm saying that they're from ukraine uh, journalists are really interested about their story, not only because it's a Ukrainian company, but because it's a, it's a really story behind the startup that they would like to hear. And that's, and, uh, and additional things to this, because tech startups from Ukraine, they're, uh, they're, it's possible to see them right now. They're, it's very important that they have their voices. So now all the startups are like uh, moving around the world, they're pitching their their ideas around the world, but they're saying that they are Ukrainians. So they're telling the stories. They're telling their stories about country, about the full, uh, full war invasion in Ukraine uh, through their businesses. That's how we also started to develop WeTech, WTech community for female leaders, because I believe that all of us is also the the part of the brand, yes, Ukrainian brand. And mm -hmm. as uh, a lot of us around the world right now, uh, especially uh, females, yes, female leaders who fled Ukraine, we need to tell our, about our businesses, about how we struggle, how we are solving our problems, what we, what is our vision for future, and when we are. Um, when we are started to like to melt with the ecosystem of other countries and they listen to us, our stories, we, we represent our country as well. So I think that right now, uh, we, all of us, are, we are like uh, ambassadors of what we are doing because of our business and of about our tech ecosystem. I totally agree. And I would like actually to, to dig a little bit into this, because if I'm not mistaken, you're one of the co-founder of uh, VTech. It's actually an amazing organization. I know uh, Victoria Tibibko is, uh, is one of the co-founders as well. And she's, she's a prominent figure uh, of the investment uh, tech ecosystem in Ukraine. What was the idea behind VTech when you started it like almost five years ago? We started it together with Victoria Tigipka, you know, Victoria Tigipka is really, she's a role model for uh, a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs. Yes, she is. And well, I know a, for a lot of entrepreneurs, for, not only female entrepreneurs, for yeah, a lot of yeah, entrepreneurs. It's true, it's true. And but, she has really a lot of energy to change the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and this uh, energy is, uh, just inspires a lot of entrepreneurs, females, males, it doesn't matter at all, all the genders. And um, when five years ago we just met with her, um, we we were speaking and I uh, started to work for her for public relations, and I saw I, I uh, our conversation started from like I said, you you see that uh, most of my clients are uh, represented by uh, by males. It's a little bit strange where females, and she says that mm -hmm. almost all the startups 
who um, pitched here, they represented by males as well. And it's quite strange. And we started to dig the uh, we started to dig the uh, reports, and understood that uh, it's only twenty percent represented by females in in tech industry. And we decided to change it. Uh, and it was uh, we had a so huge response during the first year. Uh, we have already had like during the first year more than one thousand participants around all Ukraine. We have twenty. 12 cities, including Mariupol, Kharkov, Kyiv, uh, Lviv. And it was just, just great. Uh, we had a lot of uh, mentors. We, uh, we helped uh, our participants to grow in their career, to find the good place for work, to find the founders for their startups. And it was a, uh, it, it was a great start, but then it was COVID. And yes. we changed our model at all. We started to be everything started to be online. Uh, and uh, when we were online, we opened uh, during the COVID time, uh, London and Berlin. And then uh, the war started and our model changed uh, again. Uh, we started to open uh, the chapters around the world to support women who fled, to support women who are, um, uh, who stayed uh, in Ukraine, like to make this a huge community around the world, to make this connection, to help them to, uh, to easily, uh, to enter the new ecosystem easy and mm -hmm. to uh, not to have this problem, you know, when you are, for example, uh, coming to the conference or uh, if you're moving to another country, you're, uh, you, it's complicated to understand uh, which door you need to open, uh, where right. to go, who is the key person. So it started to be our main thing right now to, to change, to help with. So right now we have 18 countries. I think wow. that today, Victoria in London, maybe, I think for, uh, for the tech community. And yesterday she was in, uh, in Germany also. So we started to open around the world. Uh, and we will not stop because right now it's 18 uh, countries, 25 chapters, and our goal 50. We need to be everywhere. You need to be everywhere. I agree. Are you in Silicon Valley yet? Uh, we are right now. Yes. Yes. Good. 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 Because I know I know quite a few uh, female entrepreneur, Ukrainian female entrepreneur, uh, who are in in San Francisco. Actually, I saw Victoria in San Francisco maybe six months ago. Um, yeah. And uh, and I I mean I I really admire what you guys are doing. I think you know it's it's um, something I cannot really explain, but um, I, I I see this issue of way underrepresented female entrepreneur in the tech industry everywhere in the world. I mean, it's, it's, it's a case in Ukraine, it's a case in France, it's a case everywhere in Europe, it's a case in the US. Um, and, and it's not only that, uh, to me, the issue is the access to capital for women entrepreneurs is even yeah. harder, you know? Yes, and it's not like, it's not just becoming a woman entrepreneur, it's becoming a woman entrepreneur with access to capital so you can grow your business. And, uh, and, and I think to me, this is, this is a huge issue. And, and the fact that, that uh, Victoria is a VC as well and the investor is, of course, uh, helping a lot. Um, let, let, let's talk about, uh, so thank you for doing this. I think it's extremely important. And uh, I, I, I think you guys are, are doing a lot of, uh, of things. Um, 
Now, th there is really a question I have for you, is, um, and, it, and it comes to what you do, PR. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, since uh, the beginning of the war, Ukraine became a huge PR machine. Like Russia completely collapsed in terms of PR, for sure, <laughs> like they're dead. Uh, they lost that war, that's, that's for sure. Uh, but Ukraine completely won that war, starting with actually the president, um, with, with an amazing PR machine uh, by himself. I mean, his daily videos are something really, and he has a punchline, like, I don't need a ride, I want Amno, uh, was, was, was an amazing punchline. So what, what, how, how do you explain this, uh, this um, amazing success of Ukraine in terms of PR globally? It's a very good question and very easy to answer, to tell the truth. Uh, That's I good, I like my, it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I will start with my perspective. When uh, the war started, uh, I was in France and uh, all my family was in Kiev and in Mariupol. And uh, the war, I, of course, I understood that this, this, this is a Gibraltar war. It's about information war also. And I believed uh, that uh, if uh, we would uh, start to, uh, um, to share the real news, what's going on in Ukraine with journalists, the journalists will tell the truth, the war will stop. And, you know, it's just the shock that we had. And everyone with whom uh, I was connected at the time, uh, thought the same. So we started to volunteer. Everyone started to do what they could do. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, the time I remember that I wrote the, the letter to my uh, partner in the, in the UK, I said, it's impossible to believe, but uh, the full uh, war invasion started uh, in, in Ukraine. Uh, and they say, uh, we will help you. Mm -hmm. And they gathered 180 agencies around the world, public relations, uh, to, to help us to distribute the news. Totally volunteer. Really? Really. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Smart. it was with the help with the PRCA, so I want to just contribute to them because it was just amazing help of them and uh, Francis. So uh, because of their help during three months, my agency uh, did a, 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 just a huge coverage with millions of views. And then I understood that it's just impossible to do everything by our own. And that time, uh, from the first day of, uh, of the war, uh, Ukrainian public relations uh, army was, uh, was founded by Ukrainian public relations specialists. So I joined the team and we joined mm -hmm. our forces and we did everything what was impossible. We worked 24 hours uh, per, per day, seven days uh, <laughs> per week. Uh, we were distributed news, we were sharing the news with the journalists, and the team is keep uh, doing amazing things. They are mm -hmm. receiving uh, awards, uh, awards right now. Uh, they are recognized by, uh, by the media around the world, uh, by, by the partners. So, I mean, it's just amazing how, how just this uh, uh, NGO started from just willing to tell real story about Ukraine. And right now, it's just united uh, like dozens of specialists who every day helps to tell the story 
real story about Ukraine. And so it's called the Ukrainian PR Army. Uh, where, where, did, where do we find you if we need to, to, to find you guys? PR.army. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's, there you go. That's, what's, that's what PR specialists do. They come up with the best <laughs> name. So PR.army. Um, great. I love it. It's, uh, it's so smart. Brilliant. Um, so let, let, let's talk now about, uh, about next. We all know this uh, war will end. We all know Ukraine will win. Um, so what, how do you see the future? Uh, I think that, um, I think that this future will come soon for sure for, uh, for everyone and, uh, Ukraine will have, uh, the, the huge, uh, place in, uh, in the, in the scene, in political scene around the world, because what have already, uh, were done. Uh, by us and uh, with the help with uh, all the world, I think uh, it's really uh, recognizable. And uh, um, I think that we, uh, our tech ecosystem will just, uh, we, will, we will blue. And uh, I just, to tell the truth, I dream about to come back to Kiev right now. When you started to speak about the future, I just want to come back to Kiev and to see Me my too. <laughs> Me too. Actually, I will be in Ukraine next week. So. Oh yes, amazing. Tell yes. hi. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you see a bright future. And how do you think the tech ecosystem will evolve? Is it is it going to boom even more? I think yes, because uh, first of all, even the investments that were received by a startup recently, for example, uh, Osavu, uh, Preply, uh, Finmap, uh, those robotics, is just telling that uh, our projects are just amazing, and uh, we, yes. are, we we are just we are just good in our job. So for for mm-hmm. sure, it will bloom. Excellent, I love it. Uh, so if we want to be in contact, so PR Army, genius. Vitek, what is the what is the the website of Vitek? Uh, Vitek dot club. Vitek dot club, and of course to contact you, your agency, it's Slova dot agency. Am I yes. correct? Yes, it's there correct. There you go. Good. Uh, it was look. It was uh, it was absolutely amazing, uh, Viroslava, to to talk to you. Congrats on everything you're doing. I mean, I'm amazed. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's uh, you're fighting on every front. You're fighting for <laughs> your you. country. You're fighting for women in tech. You're fighting uh, to tell the right stories, uh, and you're fighting for the tech ecosystem. I love it. Um, it's still not keep enough. going. It will never be enough. <laughs> it will never be enough. I agree. Well, I will see you in Kiev. What, what is your favorite restaurant actually in Kiev? Um, I know that's a tough question, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know, no, no, Kanapka. Kanapka in Andreevsky uh, uh, Uzvist. Mm. Yeah, you just okay. need to try the borscht. Oh, my God. Oh, the borscht in Kanapka. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I will take you to my French restaurant, favorite French restaurant in Kiev, which is Citronnette. Yes. I... Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then, see, we have an appointment. Love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, that's it for my Akinovatsi Ukrainian pitch for today.